Welcome back to another episode of Excuse My Grandma. It's Kim and my co-host. Grandma Gail. Okay, Grandma, what have you been up to this week? Well, this week um, I've been very busy. I had uh, several days with a friend of mine who came down from New York. We had a a beautiful uh, lunch for her. Uh, Some of the girls made her a lunch at uh, Trump International and which was very nice um and then uh i took her for lunch with some other friends is that when i bumped into you at lunch and yes exactly i saw grandma with like 10 of her girlfriends and i came in with my two friends and um everyone was like can i have your autographs and they were joking and (laughs) my two guy friends were like what is happening here (laughs) and what's happening is a group of ladies are constantly talking about you so and what you're doing and what and whatever. So well, that's uh, nice. It was fun. You look cute and your friends looked adorable. So. We talk about you too. No, I, don't, I really. There's nothing to say about me. Uh, we we ended up uh, talking about uh, what's going on in the world, which is a terrible conversation at lunch. Because, but it really is. T- well, I went to a, um, a uh, seminar this weekend on current events. And you came as well, Kim, for a while. Mm-hmm. And it was very, you know, it's really a hard uh, time to grow up and be old or be young in the world today because of such uncertain times. And we have so many different wars and people are, everybody is fighting with everybody else. And it very, really is sad. Uh, there's so much really that is terrific about each of our um, countries and um we would like to see everybody just be peaceful. So but, not at every ladies who lunch conversation is at Vapid. You're actually talking about world that, issues. Yeah, I think today ladies who lunch talk about world issues. It's either their children's or grandchildren's education, mm-hmm. uh, where that's going in the world. We certainly saw that in the headlines the last several weeks. And it, it keeps continuing because everybody's concerned about their families. And if they are getting an education or what is being taught uh, by the teachers today. Uh, and a lot of the problems we're facing in the world is because philosophies were taught in the secondary and the college level that are not um, uh, really for the betterment of an entire mankind. It's a very, very divisive uh, theology, and that's not good. We have to really correct that. So 30 years ago, when you went to lunch with your friends, were you not talking about Absolutely not. 30, well, not 30. I would say maybe 40 years ago, we were talking about our children and where, and where they were going to college or what they were doing in high school and their study habits. And it's certainly studying for the SATs. We didn't get a pass. Our children didn't get a pass on uh, taking standardized tests. Well, neither did I. No. That was after I applied to school. Yeah, I think it's now so that if you don't, you're not in the mood. Or well, even my brother, they didn't have it. Well, it he like did the, it. He did it, but it was oh, optional. It was optional. Oh. In 2020, I think it yeah. became optional. Oh, okay, so the uh, year he was a right. Uh, well, 2020, everything changed. Yeah. So, um, I think people were worried about stress and pressure and uh, everything else. So mm-hmm. uh, the SATs became a secondary issue. Mm-hmm. But I think what the conversations uh, that we had in the 60s, 70s, basically were around family. And then if we got to be silly, we would wear talk about our uh, dresses and our outfits and where we were going. Now, as I am much older, uh, that's very rare that that conversation comes in. It's on much larger issues. By the way, I still think it's okay to talk about what you're wearing and like what parties you're going to because it's your friends. It's not like 
It's so interesting. Nobody really talks about it. And if they do, they're very careful because in many cases, other people aren't invited to the same parties okay. you're going to. It's not like when you went to college and everybody was going to a sorority or fraternity or a school right. dance. The, here, it's, you know, or anywhere in New York as well, you don't know who's been invited to someone's home or, or to some kind of event. So you want to be a little tactful. Well, I feel like in my case, most of the things that like my friends are going to, it's not really an invited thing like most of your friends are having a dinner party with well, an invited number yeah. of guests ours is like oh did you hear daniel's throwing a party let's all go it's yeah, not like that's a different even if they're not firsthand invited like usually these things are open or if it's a which list, is very nice it's yeah. much more inclusive i think than uh, what we have but sometimes there's a list because they don't want it to get too crazy but then you just text them and say can you add this person to the list all right well that that well there has to be something otherwise you'd have hundreds of people like remember that fellow in times square said he had some kind of video games and he sent it out to like 10 people but then those 10 people sent it out to 200 and there was a mass riot no. in times square that Not was really. a, a disaster so i think you have to have some kind of control over who you're asking and who you're inviting want to hear something i did that was bad once uh oh yeah sure divulge it in front of two million people now on the air okay so i went to a party and i didn't know that it would be a list thing i wasn't i was invited though okay and i brought two girlfriends who were not invited so when i got there they asked for like ids and stuff i give my id actually yeah and then before they they checked their ids but then the list was separate and i went i X'd my name off and then i took two random names and i x'd those people off so it Aww. looked like i x'd three people and I was like, I got it for my friends. And the security guard was like, okay, great. And walked, But those two people probably had a problem those getting in. Those two people are still talking about what happened to their names on the list. Now they know. <laughs> now they know. That was Kim. a bad thing. But my friends were like, you are so brilliant. <laughs> it's so cool. So cool. You never say I'm cool, but that's a time no, that I thought cool. So one video we did this week was you said... a in a video the way to a man's heart is through his stomach which is an old saying and it was kind of your traditional tip for the modern woman um what do we think is actually the way to a man's heart you know when i say these things and kimmy has me on video for everything i say but that wasn't a purposeful comment that i did make don't take me literally since i can't cook and i never did cook for my husband to be i think someone commented I, like wait but gail can't cook gail, grandma gail can't cook we we failed even the jello test so we're not I, i'm it's just a comment saying what you would do to make somebody happy so uh, it, it doesn't hurt if you are a good cook and, and people love to eat that it's very um, inviting for somebody to say, oh, she's a terrific girl. She'd make a terrific girlfriend or wife or whatever it be. So it never hurts to be a good cook. What I think it's But like where does that even traditional idea come from that being a good cook? Because you had to do well, those things for your family. No, like because in the, in, first of all, in the 50s and 60s, most women did not work. So that is just a fact of life. They did not work in the workplace. Uh, they they worked at home, or they were a housewife, or they were uh, they did uh, some kind of work at home. They did not go out because they had to basically care for their family. And if they wanted to have a future husband, and most people got married, don't forget Kim, between the ages of maybe eighteen and twenty-two. So by that time, you were really you either learned 
tips from your mom or your grandma mm -hmm. when she you saw them cooking mm -hmm. and you you emulated them right and you carried that on either when you were dating and you invited somebody over to your house and you were trying to show over your culinary skills. Um, so how good did you have to be? Or could you just Well, I don't know. Prove? I was never very right. good. I pretended. And uh, my husband now thought I was the greatest lamb chop maker. Yeah. Uh, but it was actually grandma. my grandmother yeah. who made the chops and then disappeared. So when he's still asking me for those chops, uh, she's dead, long gone. I don't think he's ever going to see those lamb chops so it was actually bonus points if you were good like yeah. would, would guys get together and be like you know what i think she'd be a great wife because i had the food and it was actually amazing and i think it really i think a lot of people a lot of men in those days yeah, they're really not men they were young men were impressed with that because it reminded them of their mothers right <laughs> you know everybody's got a mother and and most guys look look up to their mothers mm -hmm. so it uh, it was a point i don't think that was the end all thing i think if you look cute in the kitchen while you were making the lamb chops that was More really important. very important yeah and we certainly did that then just as you do now mm -hmm. uh maybe uh we didn't share the photos with 25 different friends right uh, we, i feel like you, if i cook now you would see a picture of me getting ready a picture of me grocery shopping picture of me picking, exactly cooking exactly the food, enjoying the food then me saying how we couldn't eat the food but that's just because i'm a content creator well and you right and you're constantly with the phone the yeah. phone is attached to your arm uh we didn't do that so if we cooked or if we got dressed up or very rarely perhaps fixed our hair in a different hairstyle it was all to attract the opposite sex there was no you know it's like the, the birds and gaze. the bees it's it's it hasn't changed since uh, since adam and eve you want to attract your opposite so um, what were other traditional ways to get someone? Well, I think if you wore a little sexy dress. Okay, so clothing. We didn't wear pants, basically. Oh, right. okay. We really didn't wear pants. So you'd wear a little uh, mini skirt in those days, or you wore a cute little top that maybe was a little sexier so than the ordinary. So the ultra feminine look. Yes, yes. And, and uh, you know, it, it certainly didn't hurt somebody's... Um, uh, opinion of you if you look pretty um you know yeah. they they like that and i don't even remember i must honestly say kim i don't remember wearing any makeup i think we wore lipstick i don't even think we wore mascara yeah. uh it was not really about makeup and it was it was your hair did you get hair, hair was hair a big thing yeah I, the 60s. I really didn't have my hair done because it was very expensive and we didn't do it. I did it, I think, once for a date and um, he took me someplace and then he took me to a second place and it was raining and my hair fell down. This and is I the think, relish. Yes, yeah, that's for another story. For those who story. don't know the relish story, go back to old episodes or we'll retell it in another time. But I think we, well, he might still be around, <laughs> so I don't want to hurt his feelings. But by the end of the evening, my the spray net that the man, you know, in those days, you put like a can of spray net oh on your God. hair so it would be, we so, it would be do so stiff that you couldn't move. And yeah. the spray net was literally like coming down the side of my face and like glue Ew. so I, that was the end of him anyway so uh because and that was the end of my having my hair done till much later yeah well then it became your it's like brushing your teeth in the morning right well i have to say something when i was younger and your age i had the same kind of hair you had i had yeah. long hair so i used to stick it in a ponytail and that was very ex we all liked it or we mm. we put little clips in our hair and it looked cute i don't i guess we were 
um, uh, cognizant of what we looked like, but we weren't as obsessed because then again, we weren't doing selfies yeah. every 30 seconds. Yeah. So uh, that's the major difference. Mm -hmm. And you probably, it wasn't as normal, probably, I'm guessing, to do like enhancements. Like people weren't getting lip fillers. And oh Botox my gosh, nobody did that. I don't even think that was invented oh, okay. in the 50s. They yeah. Didn't, they didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, so maybe some movie you, stars did that. I don't even, I don't know if Botox was even a thing I in 1960. I think the movie stars did it, which is why it looks so unattainable. I and think the movie stars were just quite beautiful, maybe. and uh, they were uh, just—they were atypical of any other living human being. Mm -hmm. And there were very few of them which were, who were great movie stars. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so I guess like another traditional thing that people valued was, pro at least I think so in the movies, was like the grace and charm and sort of like. Um, I think you're watching too much rom-com. Oh, okay. I, th I think what happened on a date was they certainly would open the car door for you. They certainly would open up your, you know, the door to let you go first, which still is the so polite chivalry. thing to do. Exactly. Um, but it was much more we would introduce our date immediately mm -hmm. to our parents or whoever the adult was that yeah. we were living with. But like when thinking about like how you in your head was like, I'm going to attract the other person. Are you like, I'm going to be overly nurturing because they want like a, a mother well, figure? Well, I think we all wanted to be somewhat more attentive to whatever their likes were. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I knew the guy I was dating was an avid golfer, right. I said, oh, I would love to go out and walk a course with you and, t and look around. Yeah. I, had, I had no idea what golf was in those okay. days. So I, never... I feel like people would not do that now. Like, I don't know no. any girl who would like lie about a hobby necessarily. Well, women today rightfully so, and better than, than certainly for the better, mm -hmm. uh, are their own people. Uh, in, the, in the 50s and the 60s, it stopped sort of at the end of the 60s, women were very subservient to their male partners. Yeah. Uh, they were respectful. Not So you wanted them to take the lead, and that was yeah. a way yeah. to show, like you acted a little overly submissive then. Well, I think I think you were, yeah. yeah. I, I think the, the man was basically the breadwinner in most cases. Mm -hmm. And I mean, there were cases where women were judges, were doctors, were lawyers. I mean, we're, we're generalizing now, Kim. Uh, but I would say the larger part of the population, yes, were in relationships where the male took the lead and the woman was supposed to stay home yeah. and look pretty and cook and take care of the children or take care of the house. So that was then. Gladly, and a, a women's liberation came in in the 70s with Betty Friedan and, and her followers and uh, certainly changed that forever. So, so let's that's talk over. about modern days then. How, how do we think that modern women tried to get guys to like well, I don't know if they if, if they try hard enough. I think the ones who are getting the guys are basically still doing the little tricks. They're okay. still they're still boosting the male ego, which right. I mean, you know, men and women haven't changed physically. They still are attracted to what they're attracted to, and some men are very attracted to very bright bright women, and hopefully those women are attracted to them, and some men are attracted to a um, uh, uh, like a softer woman who perhaps does not have a career, who wants to have a career uh, as his partner. 
And neither one is wrong. That was the only thing that I must say, and I'm going to say it and shout it out loud, was a problem with the women's movement in the 70s. It caused a lot of divorces, a lot of unhappiness amongst women, women much more than men, uh, because they felt if they were not in the workplace and if they were not really going out there and getting a career, uh, that they were second rate. And that stopped... It took, was about 10 years or 15 years when there was all of a sudden a rejection of that, that there should be, there could be both things at play. Mm -hmm. You could have a family, you could be a wife, you could be a mother, you could have a job. If you could handle it all, you'd figure yeah. out your mix. Have it all. Well, you didn't have it all. You'd have to try to work it out and how you thought you could have it all. In most cases, you couldn't have it all. Yeah. So I think like the way women go about things now there probably are other games when it comes to like communication like playing hard to get and things like well, that. well i think we played hard to get to okay so yeah that's, that's the about same. the so same. maybe just like over text or like right. the, yeah you're right that's the same though so then maybe flirting was always around since True. forever i think yeah. women flirt with men so and men flirt like with women I think women are just more overt. I think now, women like, are more aggressive yeah, now. More aggressive. They're not. They're not as. Uh, uh, you know. They're not as sitting mm -hmm. in the corner, which is good. Yeah, and I think also maybe before, like showing how available you are with like the quantity of time was more popular. Whereas now, I feel like when you're in a relationship, you everyone's so busy, so you're like, let's have good quality time. And well, I think that's one of the reasons that for for the most part, women and men don't get. Uh, attached to one another till they're much older because they're both uh, developing their careers. And it's very hard to develop a career and really do it well uh, when you're not in it 100%. Mm -hmm. So um, I understand why the marriage age is later and, and children, uh, childbearing age has become much later. Uh, but, you know, Women still have to remember w that we have clocks. <laughs> we have biological clocks. You say it all the time. Well, we didn't forget, Grandma. Well, Gail. but that's the truth. So, if a woman wants to just have a career and and perhaps get married and not have a family, then you can do whatever you want. But for women who really want to have a family as well as work in some form, um, they have to see how they can juggle it, mm -hmm. and it isn't always easy. So, let's talk about for men briefly. How do we think back then they tried to get women? Well, I, I think they the flowers were always a good it was okay. always the a romantic good thing. Gestures. romantic gesture. Good. Um, I think I think they were perhaps um, they didn't rely. They had no text, so they they would call and mm -hmm. they would try to pursue over the phone because mm -hmm. there were the phones. We weren't. So we're were they a bit more reliable? Well, their plans. I, well, I if they liked you, I guess. Well, I think if they liked you, it should yeah. be the same today. But no, they, today, when they made a date on a Monday night for a Friday night, right. very few people when I was growing up were going out Monday through Thursday because we we were either at school mm -hmm. or they were working very hard, and uh, so you made your plans for Friday nights and Saturday nights. And if it was really liked you, he would make a plan on a Monday for a Friday. He wouldn't leave it till Thursday afternoon yeah. to text you and say, oh, are you free? I yeah. mean, that just wouldn't have happened. Yeah, it definitely happens now, as yeah. we know, no, it wouldn't but have it's happened. never a good sign. Right. But, yeah. Well, maybe everybody today is a little more loosey-goosey. We were yeah. not. Right. We're not. We we followed a standard pattern, Monday mm -hmm. for Friday, Tuesday for Saturday. Yeah. Okay, that's a good 
thing to for people to know. <laughs> well, Write that down going, as our motto. I don't think they're going back to the 50s ever. Wait, so what yeah. is it? Monday for Friday. Okay. Tuesday, Tuesday for, for Saturday. Saturday. Okay. A five-day difference should be enough to make a date. And make. Of course, now we didn't have that many choices for reservations. We had two restaurants, so it was either pe- the well, pizza place or the suburbs. Don't you think? Right. Well, I lived in the yeah. suburbs. Like, but I don't think New York, New York, City. New York may, maybe there were more choices. Yeah. Uh, but we would make a movie date would be a big deal, and you wanted right. to go. You know, you wanted to do that. Right. I think a modern man, the way they get women... Is by doing nothing. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. For the woman. Yeah, they're just waiting. And they're like, oh, this girl likes me. I guess it's my wife now. I Do just... you think that there are more women out there than men? Maybe there are more women in the population more now. Good women. Well, like men. Than, <laughs> than good men. Than good men. I don't men. know. I don't know. Um, but I think the way that like men can seem appealing to a woman now, everyone always talks about like emotional availability. Like if they say... Like they're in touch with their feelings, or they go to therapy. Like people if love. If somebody that. told me they were going to therapy, I would ha- say, you know what? I'm going. I'm going home. I'm not going out with. I'll them take again. you straight to the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that would be the last thing if I was a twenty some odds. But that's the exact opposite now. I know that. But I, I, to this day, if somebody says they're in therapy, I don't want to go out with Mm -hmm. them because I'm not their therapist. And I'm not their... Well, the reason they're in therapy is so you are not their therapist. All right. Well, I don't think everybody needs to be in therapy. If that's the case, then everybody out there should become a therapist because that's where the money is. Yeah, honestly. Um, And then I think the other thing guys could do now is definitely by like being respectful of your independence. Well, I and, think that's correct. Yeah. And I think that's right. Because right. now, you know, for the most part, women are independent thinkers and um, should be given credit, which mm-hmm. we now have women on the Supreme Court. So you better listen out, guys, because we make the judgments. Mm-hmm. So do you remember what Poppy's like schmooze style was? When he had met? no schmooze style. Okay. He was straight as an arrow and he was not really my type. And I always say, sometimes your type isn't really the best husband material. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I went out of my comfort zone when I went out with him. He was really not the type of person I usually went out with. And then I just decided all he fit all the boxes that were good for me, and we we did it. We didn't live with each so other. Then how did he like pursue you? Like the same ways we just he, talked about? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, he would call. He would be attentive. He would say, let's go here. Let's go there. Let's have a date for, the, you know, next week. Mm-hmm. And at some point, it didn't go on forever. We, we knew, right. knew each other a few months and then we got engaged. So how many dates before you were boyfriend and girlfriend? I don't, I think until we got engaged. I went out with somebody else almost the same time. Oh, really? So you were never exclusive no. until you got married. Well, first of all, exclusive, we never had sex. Right, right, right. So it's just like we're <laughs> going together. just going for dinner. Who's going on Friday and who's going on Saturday? And then one day you got engaged and you went to say to your Friday night date, it's I over. got engaged. It's over. That's exactly. so crazy. Okay, so you you knew after a few months that that was yeah, the right decision. Yeah, basically. Uh, no, about six months. Six mm-hmm. months of going out, I decided, you know what, this is it. I'm Where'd 20, you get married I'm 21. Again? I'm 21. It's time to get married. 21. I was like drunk in a frat basement. <laughs> I don't even know where I was. Uh, where'd you get married again? Uh, we got married at the Plaza Hotel in oh, New yes. York City. And I told you the story. We had doves. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and the doves got out. I, I still to this day don't know if the doves ever went back in the cage. But probably whatever. not. Probably, <laughs> it's probably flying around Manhattan. Okay, let's move on to Grandma Gail's headlines of the week. 
And then we'll do my headlines of the week. Grandma, what are you watching? Well, the news of this week, basically, was that they had the Republican Party had their Iowa caucus. And as we all know at this point, um, President Trump won in a landslide. Second place went to um, uh, Governor DeSantis. And uh, my candidate, which is Nikki Haley, came in a distant third. Uh, but it's still very close, and um, I think they're basically fighting for second place uh, because he definitely has the nomination. As of now, now we have to go to New Hampshire. It could change on a dime. Uh, but that's basically it. And on the Democratic side, there's no challenger So at do this we point. not know yet what the situation is? No, because we really don't know. It really uh, is a very, we've got so many more months. We have till November. Mm -hmm. We have um, almost six months or what is it? Uh, it's January. So we have really a long way to go. Things change on a dime. Can uh, he, is it like a deadline that Biden has to decide by? I think Biden, for all intents and purposes, is the Democratic candidate. Um, the only thing that could change that is if he decides because of health reasons or whatever personal reasons he wants to step down. And that then the Democrat, then he could, well, he would do it, um, I think, in the next probably six weeks oh, wow. uh, or eight weeks because they have to have a long time to, to get each to campaign and also to get their um different states in order and to have their campaign groups go into all the states and, and really set up headquarters Got and it. that takes a long time that doesn't happen overnight yeah uh okay my headline of the week is obviously entertainment related and we had the emmys um you know I felt a little better about it than the Globes, but I, and I thought the fashion was better too. Okay. I, I didn't watch it, so yeah, I don't we'll have know. to, well, we still have a few awards shows coming up, right. so we'll, we'll get more into the Oscars and the bigger ones. Right. Um, but when it comes to actual TV shows, I'm such a TV person and I haven't even watched the two that won all the awards, which was Beef and The Bear. Right. You tried The Bear. I tried The Bear. The Bear really wasn't for me. Uh, I also tried the beef the other night. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Um, and that's a little bit um, strange. Okay. I'm going to try to get into it again because I think that might be more of my type of uh, show. Got it. Uh, they're both, I, I'm sure, very well done. And right. the acting is great in both. Okay. So I think it's just a matter whether the storyline pulls me in. Yeah, I think I didn't feel connected to either the storylines. I haven't watched it yet, which is that's why I haven't watched it, but I think I have to just try. You just have to do it. You have then, to bite the bullet and exactly. do it because everybody has said it's terrific. So I know the star of The Bear is that Jeremy Allen White guy. Um, that's his name, right? I think so. Um, and did you see his Calvin Klein ad? No. Okay, well, girls are literally from all over the world are going to Times Square, I mean, to Soho, to see this billboard of him for the Calvin Boy, Klein Ad, I mean, people think he's like so hot. I'm sure. And yes. so many people who never. Is he in his underwear? Is that this? Yeah. Well, they did that years and years and years oh, ago. Oh, I mean, it's an underwear. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, we were in Times Square. Yeah. But we not were in our underwear. Not in our underwear. That would have been a very bad sight. But I mean, it's, it's you know, people follow uh, beautiful people. They love it. And especially. No, but he's kids. like, I mean, he's definitely attractive, but he's not necessarily like a heartthrob well, so i think now he is yeah he obviously looks good in underwear because everyone is going there right. um and i think like the calvin klein ad just never fails no because they've they've got great photographers yeah like how bad can you look like chiseled in your boxers like right. with enhanced um a skin and everything and hair and everything else. would they have ever done that ad like 
in the 50s and 60s, like in your no, underwear. So they would never do it in their underwear. Right. That's a much more recent thing. Yeah. Because, you know, they just wasn't, it wasn't appropriate. Nobody would have, they would have been finished. Their careers would have been finished and the company would have been gone. Mm-hmm. What is it like seeing people like embrace that sex appeal in advertisements now? Like, is it a weird transition to you? No, because it's been a gradual transition, and thank mm-hmm. heavens I've lived through it all, so it's very, very nice. I mean, in you know, it used to be the first of all, it was very rare that a man was in an advertisement, it was mostly women, uh, showing well, off beautiful perfume. No, they didn't, men's fashion wasn't as, as prominent as it is today. Um, uh, you know, men's fashion, a lot of women love men's fashion, they you know, they they can go, um. You could wear their jackets, their sweaters, their their shirts, uh, and it looks just as good sometimes on a woman as it does on a man. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the same in uh, the 50s and yeah. 60s. Men's fashion has definitely evolved in a lot of ways. Like right. men now with earrings is like a big thing. Yeah, and and fashion, and in, in when I was growing up, a man wore a suit. So mm-hmm. how much difference did the suit look to go to, the, go to his yeah. job? Or, you know, it, it, Jeans were just starting, Levi jeans were just starting in the 60s and early 70s to be a dress uh, that people would put on, men would wear. But it was really not not appropriate. What about men's jewelry? What do you think of that? Oh, I don't think men really, um, it's not my look. I think a, a nice watch okay. uh, and a wedding band is more. My brother wears now. bracelets. Well, he's trendy and young and yeah. handsome. Yeah. He could be on the Calvin Klein ad to tell you the truth. What about men with nail polish? Oh, that's not my thing. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it, but it's fine if they're happy with it. Yeah. I really believe fashion today should make everybody happy. Totally. Nobody should tell anybody what's right and what's wrong. The fashion police are over. <laughs> I don't want to be told that I have to wear all black or wear sequins or wear feathers. Uh, if you're in the mood to wear whatever you're wearing, that's the one thing I've always believed, and I've gotten more adamant about it. Right. I agree that fashion police is over, yet you and I do rate outfits all the time. Well, that I rate them the way I would dress, and you rate them the way you like to see yourself in something. I still... That's not true. I think I could look at a celebrity and say she looks fantastic, but I would look good in it. Yeah, well, you're still a little more... um, uh, uh, no, you, you would, could look at J-Lo and be like, she looks amazing, but it wouldn't look good on you. But yeah, you would well, still I, say I, she looks yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I probably, you're right. But there are certain um, fashion people who I think are still the most beautiful when they're in clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Portman, um, I'm just trying to think of um, who else that I really think is classic. That wears, anybody who wears Christian Dior, they just, the women that wear it look Fabulous. Now, can we wear it? Probably not, but they look beautiful. Then there are other fashion houses that uh, are, are pushing the buttons, right. and I really don't love it. But you know what? It's out there, and if one trend catches on mm. from them, they've made a hit. Yeah. Okay. Another great episode of Excuse My Grandma, please. And everybody wear white button downs because that's what I think looks best on everyone. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that tidbit. Um, follow us on social media where excuse my grandma listen to all of our episodes let us know what you want to hear and we will see you soon bye